Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? Welcome to Stuff You Should Know from HowStuffWorks.com. Hi, and welcome to the podcast. Uh, this is Stuff You Should Know, and I'm Josh, and there's Chuck. Nice, Chuck. Good one. Hi, Josh. All right. Hi. I'm here. I just got here. All right, Chuck. Um, my One of my heroes, one of my idols of all time, a guy named Dr. Hunter S. Thompson. I knew that's where you were going. He actually stole one of my ideas years, and I, I'm not kidding, years before, I don't know if he actually stole it, but years before, Hunter Thompson had his ashes um, shot out of a cannon at Woody Creek, right. Colorado, uh-huh. uh, to much fanfare. Have you seen, ever seen the video of it? No. I'm really dying to see that documentary, though. It's awesome. Yeah. It's really great. Um, I want my body, not ashes, body, shot out of a cannon. <laughs> Like you're in a circus. I figure like a human cannonball. Yeah, exactly. But a lifeless one that just kind of goes on and over really and right creepy, yeah. on, on like a prairie or a plain in like Kansas. I figure all I need is a really good attorney and a really corrupt sheriff, and I can get it done. Right. Well, what's the idea though? You get shot out and just land on the ground and then and let the carrion crows take care of me. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's a way to go. Um, and you want to hear some other ways to go? Sure. Okay. Apparently, you can do a lot with human cremains, cremated remains. Yes, you can. Okay. There's this one company called Life Gem, and I actually think they're Swiss. Um, they will take certain measure of. You uh, think they're Swiss, like they're not, like they claim to be German, but I actually think they're <laughs> right, Swiss. Yeah. I'm suspicious that they're right. not Swiss. Sorry, uh, maybe Jersey or something. Um, they they'll take a, a little portion of your uh, loved one's cremains uh-huh. and they compress it into a diamond. Actually, wow, yeah, it, and it's actually fairly um, a real diamond. Yeah, that you can do. That? I, well, I mean, it's a synthetic compressed diamond. A real diamond takes eons to form. Well, that's what I thought. This is like oh, it's yeah, a diamondoid. I guess maybe cubic zirconia, something right. like that. As far as they say, it's a diamond, though. Sure. Um, for a point two nine carat diamond. Um, it's only twenty five hundred bucks. You just send them some of your loved one's remains. Yeah, that's no. And it also actually is equally effective um, to keep an enemy in prison for eternity. If you want to do that, you just have to get your hands on some of their ashes. You uh, can wear them around. Oh, right. Like you own them. Yeah. Um, that's that's another thing. That's a power trip. Totally, totally. Well, you know what's going to happen to you after you die. I know. I you know. better not die before me. Um, you can also have your ashes shot into space. Timothy Leary had it done, actually. Exactly. Again, one of my heroes. Slightly, yeah, yeah, I know. Slightly affordable, somewhat affordable, surprisingly affordable. How much? Um, for a, I think, a gram of your ashes to be shot into space and then allowed to burn up in, in the atmosphere uh-huh. where you conceivably become part of the carbon cycle or the rain cycle or something. Uh, 2500 bucks. It's not bad. I wonder if they shoot you up there. I'm sure they do with a bunch of other people. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And there's a couple different flights. One, it just goes up, hits zero gravity, and comes back down, and then they return it to you, and you're like, thanks a bunch. You that, know? that would be appropriate for me because you know how much I hate to fly because of being next to strangers? Yes. That would be my ultimate like horrible way to go is to be shot up into space, <laughs> crowded and surrounded by a bunch of other people's cremains. Right. Ugh, no thanks. Yeah, no. So we won't do that to you? No. You won't I, have to worry about it. You'll be trapped in a diamond in a ring on my finger. Right. That's that's your fate. I think I'd like to be cremated. I definitely don't want to, the old southern traditional burial view the body type of thing. 
Well, you know, there's there's some other stuff you can do. You can actually put a dead body to good use. That's what I hear. Yes. Uh, bodies can actually be made to generate power after they die. True, in theory, right? And this setup, uh, this one fascinates me the most because yeah. um, it, it's actually a um, it's a conceptual art project yeah. called the Afterlife Project. But basically, um, these this these two artists, or an artist and a designer, I believe, came up with a way where you, you can put a, a microbial fuel cell uh-huh. beneath the remains of a dead body, right? specifically underneath their stomach. And as the body decomposes, these gastric juices that are produced uh-huh. are eaten up by the bacteria in the anode of this uh, microbial fuel cell. Right. And it's anaerobic, so there's no oxygen. So it can't just be turned into water. So these free-floating electrons that are looking for something to bind are basically turned, converted into electricity. Now, that is actually shot up to, like, a, uh, say, a memorial statue, a mo- uh, the grave marker. Right. And then the grave marker is actually a battery charger. Uh-huh. So you have a battery, <laughs> and it's got, like, your name and your date of birth and death on it. Yeah. And your loved ones can power all sorts of weird stuff with it. Or normal stuff. Normal stuff, but I like the weird stuff better. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, so that's crazy. I it, wonder if that is actually going to come to fruition. I don't know. I don't know. Um, some uh, Looking into it, I, I, I didn't find a whole lot. Like, you know, sometimes when conceptual art's done, it's done and, you know, whatever. But they proved it, it can it can happen. I actually do think that they uh, created a, a model for it. And, and the science is there for sure. But they were saying that they, they did this to um, provide proof to people who are spiritually disconnected or require proof that there is a life after death. Because really, they're taking energy that was there before and putting it out into you know, small handheld battery-powered devices. Wow. That's mind-blowing, truly. It, it really is. It's a great idea. It is. That's the afterlife project. So you can't, you can't put bodies to uses. That's a good thing. Mm-hmm. But that actually is kind of part of a, uh, a a growing trend yeah of green burials yeah that's a big thing now or depending on where you come from green burials burials yeah, yeah. Uh, it depends on who you ask i've got a stat for you i you know i love your stats i know uh, there was a study um, performed by the uh, i'm sorry with the american association of retired persons mm-hmm. and 21% in 2007 uh, of people over the age of 50 were interested in green burials. That makes sense because that's like, that's my dad's generation. Yeah. And they're the ones who got like the recycling kibosh put on their heads. Yeah. Like my dad recycles religiously. And, and I think his age group really bought into that in like right. the early 90s. So I'm not surprised yeah, by that. Yeah, 20% is not bad. I think the other 79% said, get off my lawn. So probably got whippersnapper yeah. kind of thing. Well, the thing is, it, it, it makes sense. It may seem a little wacky. A little eco-conscious to the nth degree. I disagree. But, well, you know, traditional burials actually are really harmful environmentally. Yeah, yeah they don't make a lot of sense. It's, I think it's a, to me, this is my opinion, I think it's a little bit of an outdated thing to load the body up with formaldehyde mm-hmm. and put it in a very expensive casket and sink it into the ground. It's uh, It doesn't make much sense to me. That's just yeah. that's Chuck talking. Well, I mean, it, it's it's been done, clearly, because... People need that kind of closure. You have to right. take a few days to really kind of get over it. Sure. You know, in the 19th century, people used to sit up around uh, their, their dead loved one, which is uh-huh. propped up on chairs in, like, the living room. Right. For days. They'd eat meals around it, that kind of thing. Yeah. No, thank um, you. And this is before embalming was used, I believe. Right. So I imagine it got pretty <laughs> gamey. Yeah. But so we come up with embalming, and now, you know, uh, a mortuary putty. 
And all of a sudden, we can you know hang out with our loved one until we're ready to plant them in the ground. Yeah. But even when we plant them in the ground, that embalming fluid, you know, it may make cigarettes pop, but uh, really, it's not good for you at all. No, it's not, and it's not good for the environment. Um, but you don't, you know, if if you're interested in a green burial, you don't think it has to be some of these more radical ones that we're about to mention. <laughs> um, if you do want a, sort of a traditional casket type of deal, uh, you can get biodegradable caskets these days. Um, made of uh, bamboo, sustainable mm-hmm. bamboo. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can get an ecopod, which is basically uh, a pod made from recycled newspaper. Uh, it's kind of like paper yeah. mache. Yeah, yeah, sort of. So you just kind of it dissolves along with you into the earth. Sure. Uh, forgo the formaldehyde. Um, you can use apparently they use dry ice and uh, refrigeration instead, yeah. which makes sense to me. Sure. And, so, and yeah. it, it it makes perfect sense. You just have to. You're limited then in where a uh, cemetery can be. Right. Like you can't be near the um, the uh, watershed right. or the water table or else you know, some nastiness could really get into the into the waters and pollute it. Yeah, Although right. I guess if you're not using embalming fluid or any other kind of hazardous materials, would a decomposing body be that much threat? And really, honestly, how much decomposing bodies do we drink every day just from tap water? I don't have that stat. Probably a significant <laughs> amount. You think? Sure. Uh, I guess so. Okay. A lot of people buried out there, you know? Sure. But I mean, think, dead fish. Right. Dead squirrels. Right. Dead um, raccoons. Yeah. Uh-huh. Pretty much any woodland animal yeah. that's dead. That's a good point. We've probably drank before. Why not humans? Sure. And of course, there's always good old cremation. Right. Which is supposedly a green burial because, you know, also the caskets that are usually used, use like a mahogany casket. Right. That's like an old growth forest wood. Sure. And, you know, it's being cut down so it can be planted in the ground with you, and it's probably laminated using some horrible kind of lacquer. Uh-huh. It's not, a, it's, it's just not good. So cremation, that's great. There's no, there's no, uh, even though there is a casket involved, it's not, um, degrading. It's actually being burned up. Right. Um, but the problem is there's all sorts of horrible byproducts from burning, you know, a human body. Right. And it takes a lot of energy too. Yes, it does. But the energy can be harnessed, can it? Well, yeah, that's one cool thing. And this is in Sweden. Our friends in Sweden are always ahead of the curve, it seems Hello, like. Hello, Sweden. Uh, the crematorium is there. They're harnessing uh, that heat that it takes. I think it's uh, over 1,800 degrees Fahrenheit. Um, Which to- is 1,000 degrees Celsius for you in Sweden. Right. Uh, so they're harnessing that heat and actually turning it into energy. And there's a town in Sweden that uh, actually gets 10% of its home heating energy from uh, crematoriums. From there. the dead. Yeah, pretty the cool. provide heat for the home yeah that is very very cool and that very is super green. cool it's also a little creepy but it's it's very cool right but that is not the coolest one in my opinion are you talking about alkaline hydrolysis oh yeah man that is awesome so uh you want to tell them you want me to uh go ahead okay so basically you, all these animals they're experimented on like you know we couldn't have come up with ebola without sacrificing a few animals but you don't just toss those kind of things into the uh into the garbage this right. is a biohazard there's a process that, that was created where you dissolve a, um, a body in lye uh, and heat it to about 300 degrees Fahrenheit, 149 degrees Celsius, um, and you apply about 60 pounds of pressure per square inch to the body. So I imagine it's in some little kind of box or something with like a, a, a car cruncher kind right. of thing, right? right. Um, and uh, after a certain amount of time, the body dissolves, and it turns into like this coffee-colored goo yeah, that's, uh, that's like um, it's the consistency of motor oil, yeah. and it's sterile. Uh-huh. So what do you do with it? 
down the drain, Pour buddy. it down the drain. Uh-huh. I can't think of any less sentimental way <laughs> to dispose of a human body than that. Right. Uh, yeah, a lot of people don't like this, though. I mean, they don't. They do this on cadavers and, like you said, research animals. They don't do this. It's not in practice yet. Well, they're trying to. Right. There's, I, I'd uh, be all for it, personally. I can't remember where the town is, Chuck. Uh, it's in New York. Um, and there was a funeral director who's trying to get it, this process legalized because apparently you can't do that with human remains. Right. It's illegal. Um, and the Roman Catholic Diocese came out against it and, and uh, basically got it dubbed the Hannibal Lecter Bill. Yeah, I don't get that. Which will sink any bill. I don't get that. What is? I think they're just trying to play off the, the creepiness and the um, the complete disregard for the sanctity of humanity or anything. M- yeah, terrible example. It Poor was, but it, it worked because everybody's heard of Hannibal Lecter, and the bill got sunk. So, uh, and frankly, I don't know. I need slightly more pomp and circumstance. I need more cannons and Kansas right. planes, you know. Than well, you could have a ceremony. I don't think it necessarily has to be your wife, you know, in a darkened room just pouring you down a drain. You'd have a big party and a big ceremony. You can still have all the fanfare. That's true. And, uh, that is could... true, and technically I guess it's not that much different from cremation, right? Sure. Yeah. Or you could put the syrupy goo in, in, into a balloon and drop it from the Empire State Building. That'd be kind of cool. That would be very cool, it's actually. It's no cannon. But, yeah. Uh, what is the syrupy goo I'm covered with? Right. Some poor guy with like a fanny pack and the right. camera. And, and then he's covered with Josh. Ironically, he's from Kansas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so uh, that's there's a lot of things that are in the works. That It looks like the funeral industry is going to be turned over eventually. Yeah. Even even Nate Fisher from Six Feet Under, he had a green burial. Right. Just well, wrapped in like a canvas sack uh-huh. and planted in the ground. Well, there's only so much land mass out there and it can't, you know. Agreed. Well, can all go what, to cemeteries. What's, well, what I think is cool about the Green Burial Movement is they use these cemetery plots as land easements right. so that they're protected in perpetuity because there's a person there. And uh, basically, you rather than getting spending the money on a plot in a traditional cemetery, you um, basically buy a piece of land and it's protected forever. So it's protected land that can never be developed on. So that's another kind of um, subtle aim of the green burial movement is land conservation by you know death right and there's also burial at sea um the new green way to be buried at sea is to uh have your cremains mixed with uh concrete and become part of a artificial coral reef Mm -hmm. and be tickled by fish for the rest of eternity that'd be awesome so yeah that's green burial and actually you can find more on this uh uh, on the site Uh, it's called can my body generate power after i die and uh before we let you go uh, Chuck and I wanted to uh, point out another article about death that we think you'll enjoy. It's called The 15 Most Common Causes of Death in the World. Fantastic read. Combined with Can My Body Generate Power After I Die? It'll have you rolling in stitches. Yeah, it's a fun weekend. <laughs> you can find both of those by typing some words into the search bar at HowStuffWorks.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you?